Good evening friends, this is your technology information channel. This is George speaking for those who are on my social media page Facebook. And this is my geek handle PC Caremon, P-C-C-A-R-E-M-A-N. I also have a website set up, www.pccaremon.webs.com. Okay, this is Thursday the 5th of January 2023. And we're going to be covering some computer technology information questions as the best we can. So, if you bear with me a minute, a friend has wrote in, this is a, a, a another page that I'm on and I try to answer computer technology information questions for people that have problems. So, person wants to know, can my ex-husband get access to my Android phone? Okay. Okay, so number one, if it's physically sitting about and he sends you a text message by using a spyware app and happens to activate it on your phone without your knowledge, then yes, he can get access to everything that you do on your mobile. But there's many third up programs out there where you can scan your mobile to remove anything like that. Okay, one of them's called Geek Tools app from the Play Store. Another way your friend can get access to your phone information is if he physically installs something on it. If he sends you an email or something like that there and he's able to put it on. Now, many years ago on Facebook they used to have third party apps where you could type a code number in and you get a certain amount of information. But Facebook have removed all them third party apps over the years for security reasons. So. There's a number of ways you can look at that. Can my husband, ex-husband, get access to my phone? Okay, it's, you know, friends, I've been at this over 20-something years, okay? Okay, so, there's, All right. there's quite a lot of ways that someone can get the information off your phone, okay? Now, for educational purposes only, I'm not going to tell you how to do it, but there is ways of doing it. Okay, so, there again, it depends on how you've set it up. Okay, so there's four ways to access someone's phone remotely. Well, these are only four of many, friends. Is it possible to spy on a cell phone without having it? Okay, the only time it's legal to spy on a cell phone is with the, power, uh, the phone owner's knowledge, okay? Or in the case of using a spy up like a phone inspector or something like that. You can't spy on a cell phone with their knowledge, with their, sorry, you can spy on a cell phone with their knowledge but it's a, there's a number of things you can use, parent trackers or stuff like that there for children, okay? Now, phone specter spy software, there, unfortunately, friends, there's a lot of this stuff out. And it's possibly one of the most foolproof ways to access someone else's phone. Uh, okay, so phone specter spy apps for phones are available for both Android and iPhones. Such software allows you to track and monitor all media messages exchanged on the target phone. 
So yes, it is. It depends on the other person's knowledge. Okay. Now, that particular wrap, you can see all taxes that have been sent or received. You can see all social media, Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, Snapchat, and etc. It also has a keylogger, captures and records keystrokes and entries and performance on the phone, records all incoming calls and outgoing calls, remotely listens, stealth. You can send a remote command to the phone to snap a picture in your camera without your knowledge. You know, friends, if you check back on these podcasts on, if you go and you type in PCC, A-R-E-M-I-N, you will find out that I have covered quite a lot of depth and knowledge about ports on a computer, and I've also talked about stealth, networking, and quite a lot of depth of different things. Even defined, if you have a website and you wanted to come the top 10, without paying big money out, learn the keywords, and also how to view the source code from another website. And look at the HTML. So, I could go into this in, in great depth. So yes, anything is possible, okay? Even if you have a lock code on it, it's possible if the person has got time and you've left it manifest to crack that lock code. So basically, friends, when you look at it, when you look at it, I've talked about the 14 A's before, and for those that don't know what the 14 A's are, it's basically 14 different countries that have signed up to share data information with each other. And the biggest mistake that people make for their privacy is by using a virtual private network up at the buy from the UK because the UK shares data. So if you want to think outside the box and you don't want to be in the 14 A's, then you find a country that's not in the 14 A's and you use their product. Simple. Okay, quite simple. It's called privacy. Okay, now we talk about can my husband spy on my phone. What we don't know is that our governments are spying on our mobile phones 24-7. Now you could turn off the location on your phone where they wouldn't be able to track your location. Okay, so lucky enough for you, I'm an honest guy. Okay? Otherwise, if I wasn't an honest guy, then I wouldn't tell you to turn your location off or they could ping your GPS. Okay, so there's quite a number of ways of doing it. There again, you could have an app and you could know how to write code or send something to a phone, okay? So, if you have something to hide on your phone and you don't want your husband to see it, maybe you're cheating and you do it on your mind or whatever and you don't want them to catch you, well then you shouldn't be doing it in the first place, okay? That's called honesty, okay? So if you've got nothing to hide, don't worry about it. Now, you will never know if someone is spying on your phone, okay? You will never know. Because there is some programs out there now are pretty good. And of course the NSA have been using them for quite a number of years. Governments all over the world span each other to gather intelligence and information. Okay, so there's nothing 100% secure. So yes, your phone can be spied on if that other person knows exactly what they're doing. Now that's only one question out of many. One question out of many. Another question is, why does my computer catch on fire from viruses my son installed in it? Okay, I will be answering that question for this guy that has roped it in. Okay, now, I've never known a virus to set a computer on fire. And I've been using it way back from Windows 95, even Linux on Macs. What I can honestly say that sometimes computers do have a fault in the motherboard. 
and it's not the first computer that has went in fire because it's been a manufacturer's fault. Also, your phone that's on your computer, in a desktop computer or a laptop computer, three times it gathers up dust and overheats. Okay, and sometimes faulty chargers can catch fire, and that's another possibility. So I've never known a virus to actually set a computer in fire. Okay, so another question is, is there a way to password attack special apps on my phone? Okay, so the answer, the answer to that question is, if you're on an Android, yes, the majority of Android devices have features that let you hide password, password attacks or encrypt special fade apps. You can search for this feature by going to the settings, searching for something like app, lock, or hide apps. If your Android device doesn't have this feature built into it, not to worry, just search for an app locker. So the answer is yes. Another couple of questions here is, what is the best antivirus, antivirus, anti-malware software that won't slow down your computer? Okay, so let me explain that for you. Now, in the early days, there were certain antivirus programs that broke your computer down, okay? Now, if you're using Windows 10, you don't really need an antivirus program because you've got Windows 10 antivirus program built in. If you're using a MacBook, then you, you definitely need an antivirus program nowadays because basically, many years ago, the MacBooks were known not to pick up a virus. But we have people in the world are pretty smart and know how to write a programming code and they find ways and means of getting around things. So it's like a cat and mouse game. So if you're looking for an antivirus program and you're not using Windows 10, then you could use Milwarebytes. Okay, that's pretty active. Super Antispyware is another one. Okay, now many years ago when I was doing a lot of research on technology and trying to learn. The experts recommended that it's not a bad thing to have a couple of standalone programs running in the background. Okay, or not running in the background, sorry, let me repeat that. The experts said that it's not a bad thing to have a couple of uh, standalone programs. So I would have had malware bytes, but I wouldn't have had it run in real time. I would run it whenever it suited me, and I run it in safe mode. Okay, because we have to understand an antivirus program, how it works in the first place. So, example, if you were to download Bitdefender, every antivirus program comes with a database. And when you see it, your antivirus program is getting updated, the company updates it to the latest spyware and malware that they find, and that is to protect you. So, the database in the antivirus program scans up your files on your computer, looking for them specialified pieces of malicious code. Okay? Unfortunately, antivirus programs are not 100% secure. Now, it's better to have one than not have one at all. Okay, so that's just to give you give you an update on that one. I will cover a couple more, but I don't want to make the podcast uh, too, too technical for you. Okay, and I'm just checking. I am just checking. Another one is here, my phone is remotely hacked. Someone is uh, into my account. Shows my phone but a different IP address. And uh, 300% over the data plan in eight days. I have Samsung A17, 
Not if I spoke on a stall, I purchased this, aren't finding anything. Okay, so another person has basically said, check your modem and only use two devices that you know the MAC address of. Now the MAC address is basically every device gives a MAC address, okay? Now you can get a program called Change My MAC Address. So there again, it depends on the person who's targeting First thing that he has probably learnt is about how it's done. Then he has learnt how to hide. So obviously he's going to hide his IP address if he's targeting. So you're going to get a dummy IP address if you try to trace it. You're also, it changes, in have a, what they call a MAC, uh, a MAC address changer. Or he'll know how to change his MAC address at random. Okay, so if he's an expert and he knows what he's doing, you ain't gonna find them, okay? We're not gonna find them because we don't have the tools. Okay, so check your modem and only use the devices that you know the MAC address of. If you see any other devices that are not yours, that is your hacker. Okay, chances are that they are already in the known MAC addresses for something you own and they have been known to you. Phone hacks are less likely than modem hacking, potentially. But that depends entirely upon multiple factors, including whether or not your phone has been clicked on a link or downloaded an app that was not safe. And the second hand, so it is far too variable for anyone to know down what that actually is going on. The only thing that is possible is if you monitor the connection yourself and then find what app you're using. Okay, so that sounds pretty good, but for a person that's not uh, technically minded, they're going to get lost, okay? For the leg of myself, yes, I could use Wireshark, yes, I could check the process identification numbers, and yes, I could check what's on my network. To remove a hacker, I would find the progress identification number, right-click on it, and click end, the hacker's away. Simple. Then I would wipe the system. But that's just me, okay? So, it depends on your knowledge, all right? But it's a good question. Uh... So there's quite a number here. One another question is, and this is for educational purposes only, how do I access an Android device secretly from another device or mobile or PC? Okay, so when it comes to accessing someone's phone discreetly, you understand you only sorry, you would only do so if necessary. There are certain situations where you might feel the need to access someone's cell phone without them knowing. But doing so is typically illegal. Remember that, it is illegal. But it is possible to access someone's phone without them knowing. Okay, that can be done. The only time it is legal to spy on a cell phone is with the phone owner's knowledge and permission. In this case, the spy ops like of a uh, spying boats, spelled S-P-Y-I-N-B-O-T-S. You can spy on any cell phone with, with their knowledge. This is especially true for parents tracking their kids' phones. Okay, so best under the legitimate method of, of spy, as a spying up, methods on spying on a phone remotely include password peeking, unlocking a phone, and hacking. And if you Google search spying folks, you get to learn more about the special features. So it depends on your knowledge. Possibly one of the most foolproof ways to access someone else's phone is by utilizing the spy software. 
The Spyball Spy Ops are available for both Android and iPhones. Such software allows you to track and monitor all media messages exchanged on the target phone. Password picking is one of the most basic methods by which you can access someone's phone without their knowledge. Okay, so that's not to make you paranoid, okay? So, for a good friend of mine one time, I introduced him to an app called Geek's Tools. And Geek's Tools was deeply scan the phone looking for spyware apps in the first place. It'll also do what they call a full scan, and if there's anything in your phone spyware, it'll bring it up and it'll give you the option of removing it. So I've done that for a good friend because it's not my interest for them to have anything on their phone because if they send me a message, I obviously don't want it on me. So there's another option, okay. So let me let me see if I've got any more. I might have time to cover one. Now I can't answer this one because it's not a tag one. Have you ever broken a heart that loved you? Okay. Uh, yes. Okay, yes. It can be done, unfortunately. Unfortunately, some of us don't think. Uh, so, it's not only... Uh, this is another good question I'm going to cover before I stop for today, friends. How do I find out and prove that someone I know hacked into my email account? I know this person did it, but do not know how to chase it back to them. I do not have the money to hire someone to do it. Well, if that was my friends, they wouldn't have to pay because I would do it for them. Okay, so it's not an easy thing, friends, for anyone to prove. In fact, it's almost impossible for even the more tacky savvy people to prove for themselves. But then again, it's not likely, friends, to happen to them. I think that two or more of my expensive computers were compromised in some way, uh, as in the RAM or the hard drives or something else because I did get everything done to prevent keylogging issues which I first suspected because of all malware's work. Okay friends, let me share something with you which is, is how I learnt about technology and I called it my true story. Okay, this is how I learnt. I learnt the hard way. When my son had bought a computer, a Pendulant 2 at £400, I hadn't a clue how to use it. Lucky I looked beside a guy that was in the technology and built websites, he's a programmer. And he took me under his wing for the first year. So I learned programming, okay? The next thing I decided to learn was about viruses, trojans, all the malicious code. I started learning about computer ports, firewalls, how to talk. I wanted it in great depth. Now it took quite a number of years. I picked up an IP address and I learned how to trace IP addresses and how to reverse them and I learned how to take the systems down by using certain things like a nuke okay now nuke is what they call a dental, dental DOS service attack program you can also do it manually if you know what they're doing and the way that works is it targets a certain IP number an internet protocol telephone number that we're all allocated when we connect online friends you can type in a command called ipconfig forward slash alt and accept like there are certain commands you can type in I've covered them in some of the podcasts that I've done previously and you can refresh your IP address in the old days you'd have got sometimes in the, in the early days with the 36k modem dollop you got uh, uh, 5 pence a minute 
Now we're in the fibre optic, which is a lot better. In the old days, you were allocated what they call a permanent IP address. And to get that changed, you basically had to beg with your ASP. Now, once someone got that, you were basically targeted anytime they wanted. There's also a lot of programs out there that people can use anywhere in the world to just scan at random or type a command into the CMD or the, uh, the brains of the system or the terminal. And they can tell it to scan. If they know how to type it in and know the code, they can tell it to scan within a certain radius. It'll travel the world and ping computers. Look at your door. Like a, your computer talks back that then it, what it does, it finds what ports is not open. So if you have any windows open, it's going to come in. Simple. So you have your system set up in stealth. Okay, we'll talk about that in another podcast. I would say my systems are at least 88% secure. There's no way you're going to make them 100%. Fiber optic travels down fiber wires by light. The only way someone can physically do it is clamp the line. Okay, so I have studied that. Also, networking is important. I'll give you a tip. Use OpenDNS servers. You'll connect to your ASP. You'll automatically go to OpenDNS. Your ASP will know you're online, but they'll not be able to see what you're doing. It's legal and above board. You can also set your mobile phone support. Okay, so to prove that someone has hacked is very difficult. I had experts down at my house. I had computer technicians down at my house in the past. They could find nothing. And I mean nothing. I was lucky. I was lucky that one of them was talking. So I grabbed the first IP address. Lucky enough, it was a permanent IP address at that time. And I took the systems down off the air. But friends, it took me a long time. Okay, a long, long time. It depends on the other person's knowledge. There's nothing today that is uh, is foolproof. Okay, it depends on their knowledge. Okay, and if you want to learn, you keep learning. It's as simple as that. Now, there's no law that says you can't learn, but there is a law that draws a line when you actually do it. Okay, so keep up, mind. This is for educational purposes. I remember getting a local the local police down, and I remember, I remember having an inspector down. They hadn't a clue. I was just putting it straight and plain. They had not a clue. Remember talking to a certain uh, crime unit with authorities. And one of the guys gave me an interesting tip. Okay, it's called multi-DOS format. When you're formatting your computer. A basic format, friends, on a computer, you can bring back information. It depends how many times you write over the hard drive. Okay, low-level formats are actually good. So I could cover this in a core depth. I wrote to the ambulanceman, sent all the proof digital evidence of port numbers and times and what they used. Nothing. Okay. So hacking is very hard to prove. Because if you're going if someone's hacking your system, they're not going to leave any evidence for starters. Okay? So if your phone was to be examined, there's going to be no evidence. Alright? So that's how it works, friends. It's very hard to prove. Okay. So what I would suggest that you do. And it might take a long time for it took me, and I learned the hard way. It cost me a fortune to learn. And uh, still this day, but monitoring the network using different tools and methods, okay? So, you also have to be careful when you're on social media. Because people get requests sent to them, 
and someone else has already hacked one of your friends account and you don't know so before you accept it you contact them if you know them and say did you make up a new account okay because what happens is people will put an image up a different email address and they'll send you a request okay they're not going to do anything straight away they're going to play along with you hey are you it's nice to see you again i haven't seen you away okay you're going to fall for it and if you're going to public groups and clicking on this and clicking on that you're a complete fool the simple reason is friends and i'll explain to you is why let's look at it this way let's call them bad people because they're definitely up to no good public groups are filled with people sending requests and answering a few questions okay it's not hard to hide something in an image put it up and get you to click on it okay because your eyes get the better of you you're nosing and once you click on it they can do what they want if they know what they're doing that's as simple as that they can build confidence up with you okay they can let on they know you and haven't seen you for a while okay so friends that's how that's the reason you don't get caught out so hacking is very hard to prove okay thanks very much for listening in please share the podcasts because this information will help some peer create the right tonight and reverence the guy that said that his son's computer went in fire with the virus i honestly for the amount of time i'm on computers i've never known that to happen i've known computers to go on fire with a fault either in the chargers or the phone has been clogged up with dust if you have a desktop computer and you know what they're doing and you're using anti-static cloth well then basically what you want to do is blow out your phone and keep the dust out of it if you're using a laptop on your knee and there's nowhere circulating around it is going to overheat and i would advise you to disconnect them when you're not using them okay so there's a number of ways a computer can go on fire or any device flop matter even the mobile phone the body can overheat it was on charge all night and explode without you knowing that's not the first time of this happened okay thanks very much friends for listening in and please share the podcast thank you